Welcome to The Naked Truth, real talk about West Coast Swing. My name is Eric. And I'm Deborah. And this is the second part of our conversation with the amazing and talented Sylvia Sykes. We hope you enjoy. Well, you've mentioned some of the greats of swing dancing that either you've studied with or danced with. Uh, Thinking about your own development as a dancer and as a dance professional, who influenced you most and how did they influence you? Well, probably Frankie Manning, Dean Collins, Maxie Dorf, and and Ann Miller and Ed and Inez are probably the root people who influenced me the most. And then after that would be Romero, Charlie and Jackie, Mario, um, just because they were doing really different regional variations of stuff that that I that I would have done. Um, as far as teaching, um, probably Frankie Manning had the biggest influence on me. Uh, he was uh, an exceptional human being who who was able to. I don't think that Lindy Hop would have had the huge revival of it it did if Frankie wasn't the one who was left to to, to spread the word. He was very um, supportive, uh, accepting, um, inclusive. Uh, and at the same time, still wanted to hold people's feet to the fire as far as, you know, as far as moving to the music. And, and I think that, that his, his ability to do that with kindness and, um, and humor really has really influenced how I teach. Yeah. Um, what do you think about the differences between how Lindy and West Coast swing dancers view their history and their legends of the past? I think they were about the same and we we want to honor the <coughs> excuse me we want to honor the people that we uh that we learn from and the the history we want to make sure that what we're doing still has something to do with the roots but at the same time we don't want to just be uh recreationists. Makes sense. Well, isn't it true that in Lindy, at least from my time in Lindy, there was a lot more discussion about sort of authenticity. Of, well, yeah, but how long ago was that? Well, maybe that was 15 years ago. Yeah. So, so are, stages, are, yeah. Right. But are they still, have you seen that evolve? Is the Lindy community still kind of beholden to the roots of the dance the same way? Or have they deviated more from that? Well, we really want to stay true to the roots of the dance so that we don't veer off and not do the dance anymore. But cultural influences, political influences, social influences um, are today are going to be different than they were uh, in, in 1932. So mm-hmm. obviously things are going to be different because it's a different world. Right. Um, so there's authenticity, but then there's um, too much of a, you know, hybrid mix of something that becomes something else. Cause like boogie woogie really isn't Lindy hop. And it, it's a, it's a dance that stands on its own. It has swing roots, but it's different. Mm-hmm. Um, and so having, um, but what, what boogie would contemporary boogie woogie has is some of the most powerful performance people. I mean, their, their, their routines and the performances are, are always, super clear, super clean, super amazing, very entertaining. And so sometimes Lindy Hop thought they had to do that dance to get those performance aspects. So part of the 
the deal about authenticity was things like that. But there was a, a part where, you know, if you didn't see it in a film clip, you weren't supposed to do it. And those days are gone. You know, we still, you know, it's a contemporary world. We, we dance, but we still want to swing. Um, we still want to do it to swing music. And, but we also um, are okay when people want to come out and, in a performance thing to to put something on the floor that may not be uh, the most authentic or the most um, within the lines Lindy Hop thing. They might want to do something that, that looks different, that has a different vibe to it. And we're all for that, where it's not a problem. They usually, they're not going to win, but, but it's still well received. And so we're not, we're not super lockstep about you can't do that. You can do anything you want to. Um, there's some really creative folks who do some really wacky, beautiful things that everybody enjoys. They're probably not going to win the contest, but they're much appreciated. Does, is that the kind of thing you're talking about? Yeah. Okay. I, I have a question because there seems to be, so I want to know how the Lindy dancers feel about the West coast swing dancers. Cause there seems to be, um, this general consensus lately, um, that the Lindy dancers don't really like the West Coast swing dancers. They considered the West Coast swing dancers like redheaded stepchildren, and they named the West Coast swing dancers Westies. So, well, can you clar- clarify yeah. that? Oh, well, I don't. Th- I don't think. I mean, I'm sure there's Lindy hoppers who think West Coast is crap, and I'm sure there's lots of West Coast swing folks that think Lindy's crap. So, you know, we don't just wear bliers and suspenders. You know. Um, <laughs> so you know I, I think that most people from most of the people that I know who who are are good Lindy dancers have nothing but respect for what West Coast uh, is able to accomplish they don't see it as a they see it as having evolved out of the swing dance uh, swing dance world but it's that does not necessarily don't take that as, as a pejorative you know there's um just because it doesn't swing doesn't mean it's not good, you know. Um, and and the the skill level and the the ability of the dancers now is way above anything that that most of us can do, um, and that's appreciated. We just don't see it as a swing dance for the most part anymore, as far as what we see from uh, not a hundred percent, but a majority of the stuff we see is performance stuff because we don't go to a Wisco swing dance, so. If we're at a West Coast swing dance, maybe it would be completely different. Just like I'm sure if uh, West Coast dancers were at a Lindy Hop thing, they would see that we're not quite as cuckoo as they might think we are. But we're, we're only seeing performance level of each other's of each other's world. And that's a, a rarefied, you know, I don't dance that way. And I'm sure not everybody does. You know, you don't dance that way socially. So right. we're not seeing the social aspect of the dance anymore. Um, so I think that the the bad rep that you think Lindy Hoppers uh, put out about West Coast isn't isn't true. I think it's mostly that we don't see it con- consistently as a as a swing dance anymore. But that doesn't mean we don't think it's awesome. Got it. So do they still refer to West Coast swing as the dark side? No. <laughs> okay. Good. <laughs> well, do you, do you guys think of Balboa or Lindy Hop as the dark side? No, or the no. Side? But I never heard that in the West Coast world. Yeah, we did in the Lindy world talk about it. That there's way. not like, a lot of West Coast swing dancers that talk about 
Lindy Hop in a, in a negative way because we as West Coast swing dancers, especially the professionals, you know, make sure that we educate people and let them know that the Lindy dance is the grandfather of all the swing dances and we wouldn't be here without. Right. It's an African-American dance that, that, you know, grew out of the, it grew out of the melding pot of the music and grew out of the melding pot of the, of the cultures from, from Africa and in Cuban and Caribbean things. And, and, uh, what was going on in, you know, socially in the United States. And so, I mean, it's a, it's a, a, it started in the African American community and, and it's evolved and taken over. I mean, it's a, it's a dance that, that spread all over the world because it's a happy dance. It's hard to do Lindy hop and not get happy because it's a happy dance, you know? Um, it's not a serious dance in that way. I mean, we can be serious about it, but it's not a dance that, that is dramatic in that way. We don't, you know, that would be more if you're doing slow blues or something. So we're, we're, we don't have a lot of drama. We just have like, you know, smiling, happy feet because we like the dance. It's fun to move. And when you're moving to music like that, it's, it's hard to be not smiling. So, um, we're just kind of like this, we're less dramatic, I think, than, than contemporary West Coast is, um, which is not, again, not a pejorative at all. So we have, you know, you guys can be, I think you guys have a wider range of, of what you can do in your, in your styling than we are at this point. So since you mentioned, you know, that the African roots of the dance, my understanding is that there's been a discussion of late, maybe in the, the Lindy Hop community around cultural appropriation. Of course. Um, can you talk to us a bit about that and sort of what the current state of the discourse is? Uh, I'm, I'm not, I don't think that I'm necessarily on the cool kid bus. So I don't know what the current state of anything is. <laughs> um, I, it, I think it's important that we are conscious of where the dance came from and what's going on in the dance. I think that it doesn't, that the dance uh, grew out of the African American community, but I don't think that um, Caucasian people doing the dance means we're culturally appropriating it necessarily. I think that that's, um, if you're doing it in blackface, then it's a problem. Um, so most of our, most of our discussions uh, come from uh, non-Americans who don't necessarily understand all of the, racist undertones that that are in and the visual um historical the visual historical records um that we have you know so we see uh most of the visuals that we have uh on film are you know of of people in in um, maiden costumes or or happy smiley you know uh that that just didn't put the dance in a great light because uh, there was a lot of racism. There still is a lot of racism, but the racism in the, in the culture was, was prevalent and, and blackface was accepted and blah, 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 blah. All of that needs to be understood by the current people uh, as being what was happening, but not necessarily appropriate. Um, and so I think that it's hard sometimes for some of the European dancers who, um, 
get excited about these movements. They get excited about these videos or, or the movements or the old fashioned dances and they want to recreate them and they want to honor them that they don't understand how offensive that can be uh, to someone from the United States. So most of our, our discussions are trying to educate people as to, as to what was going on in the culture uh, in the, uh, in the twenties, thirties, forties, fifties, sixties that might not be something that is, is comfortable for, for today at all. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Mostly, mostly what our discussions are is in that thing, not can Caucasian people do Lindy Hop. Right. So Marty Klempner put a post, uh, maybe, I don't know, two days ago about this, that I was, you just mentioned it and I had no idea. Can you explain more about what's been going on with blackface? Have people been actually performing in blackface? Some, some non, uh, not yet. Some European, uh, yes. Okay. So I have, I want to say something. So when, when, when a European does that and and a person in America gets upset with it, wouldn't you say that they're being a little bit overly sensitive since Europeans don't really know our history that well? Well, to a point, except if you're doing, if you're doing a dance, that's obviously an African American dance. It's not Mm -hmm. like you think it developed in Moscow, right? You don't, you don't think that it, it, it's a Croatian folk dance. That if I was doing a Croatian folk dance, I would try to figure out what the culture of the Croatian folk dance was about. Mm-hmm. So that's the, I mean, we we don't, it depends on who you are. Just like in, probably in West Coast, you guys aren't um, a homogenous voting block. You have different opinions. Right. So same, same with the Lindy World. We, um, some people are, you know, ban them to death. They can never come here again. And other people are, we need to educate them. And other people are like, yeah, well, they just don't know. So, I mean, there's a, 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 you know, there's a spectrum of, of, of abilities, but I think that it is important that if you're doing a dance that's based on a particular culture that you should learn about the culture, just like I would, you know, I don't know if I go to a culture, if I cross my legs and show the bottom of my foot, if that's offensive or not. But if I was trying to be part of that culture, I would I would really want to make sure that I knew what the what the hot button issues were. Uh, and and I, I think that there's that's an important part of why this discussion's happening. Um, Al Minz's daughter, Al Minz is one of our original indie hoppers. Uh, his daughter, uh, Denise Harris, who lives in Los Angeles, um, uh, was giving a couple really good talks in harangue this year about this. And she was saying, you know, um, most people don't mean it. There's, there's some jerks out there in every land, but most people don't mean it. They just don't know they're ignorant. So instead of just going, you know, like your band, we have to say, look, I know you didn't mean it. I know that you have good intentions, but you need right. to learn something here. And so that's kind of where we are is, is trying to, um, try to educate people who are new to the scene so that they don't do these things that are, um, inappropriate and can mm-hmm. cause a lot of people hurt. Yeah. Makes sense. West Coast Swing exploded globally several years ago, thanks to YouTube and champions like Jordan and Tatiana who traveled. But long before that, Lindy had become a global dance and it spread around the world. Like you said, it's a very happy dance and was picked up by a lot of places. Um, 
I don't know how much you know about the global expansion of West Coast Swing, but I'm curious if you have any thoughts on uh, how that expansion of West Coast Swing has been similar and or different to that of Lindy. Well, I think that it's uh, it's similar. I mean, we we were global before West Coast was global, but um, I think West Coast has had the ability to hook into other popular dance styles. Uh, and so it's um, Lindy Hop is all over the world, as is West Coast Swing. But I think West Coast Swing is more prevalent because there's um, it hooks into like Ciroc and Zouk and 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 salsa which have huge huge numbers of people Mm -hmm. um lindy hop doesn't have that uh we're everywhere but we're not as we don't we don't have conventions of ten thousand people you know we just don't right is there anything that you think west coast swing can learn from lindy and how it expanded i mean we just talked about making sure you know people understand the roots of the dance the cultural context do you think there's anything yeah, West Coast Swing should be mindful of? Well, I don't think that West Coast Swing has the hot button issues that we do. So I, mean, I can't really, I mean, I <laughs> can't see somebody doing some, some, you know, I don't know, some uh, Marianne and Lance recreation from U.S. Open 1983 and having that be a problem for somebody, you know. Um, so I don't, you know, I think that, uh, I think that we just, I think, you know, it, it, it's important that the dance spread, but we have different business models too. I mean, Lindy mm-hmm. Hop has a, doesn't have the same kind of business model that West Coast has. So, um, I think that's the biggest difference between us, but we're still, uh, we're still spreading to people who are interested in the, they, they look at it and go, that looks fun. I want to do that. Mm-hmm. And I think both dances bring people to it that, that, that see that and go, Ooh, that looks fun. I want to do it. And I think that's, the, the appropriate people to, to invite into your community. You know, um, you know, I, I'm not trying to go up to a zoo convention and, and tell them that they want to learn Lindy hop because they don't. And that's understandable. Um, and just like uh, West coast swing dancers, aren't going to go to a jazz roots uh, convention and try to convince people. But the point is, is that whatever floats your boat, floats your boat. And, and uh, I, cause West coast swing, I think is bigger globally than, Lindy Hop is as far as numbers of people, but we're, we're on, you know, every, you know, we're everywhere, just like you guys are everywhere. Well, yeah, because we started yeah. in 19. 19- right. Yeah. You're, but I mean, as, like, as far as, as far as, but, you know, but you're bigger than, than we are because of your business model. And, and, but that doesn't, you know, the point is, is that I don't see, I don't see it as a, as a, as a contest or anything. It's like, you know, Zook, Zook wasn't really big uh, 15 years ago, but now it is, you know. So new things show up. People kind of go, ooh, that looks cool. I want to learn how to do that. And uh, some people learn how to do it. And after about five years, it's like, eh, I'm on to the next thing. Some people are, like, going to stay there and kind of go, this is it. My life is this. And that kind of happens in West Coast Swing. It happens in Lindy Hop. It happens in Baba. Um, you know, you have people who come in who get good at it in five, ten years Later, that's kind of all they really want to do. And uh, they just go become social or go on to something else. Um, and then you have the hardcore, crazy people who just have to do it for the rest of their life. Can you explain a little bit more in depthly of what you mean about that we have a different business model? 
I think that um, West Coast Swing, can, as far as I can kind of see it, has much more, it's more heavily weighted towards contests than, than Lindy Hop. We have plenty of contests on Lindy Hop, but um, I think that the social dancing aspect is less prevalent as far as um, why people take lessons. Uh, I think most Lindy Hop people take lessons so they can social dance more. And in West Coast Swing, um, I think people are taking lessons so that they can do better in a contest so that they can get to the next level. Mm-hmm. Would you say, yeah, that makes total sense. Yeah. And that's how come you guys make more money than we do. I mean, right, you know, but- like, I mean, if I was in West Coast Swing, if, you know, if I'd learned how to do that, I'd be making twice what I'm making in Lindy Lane. So. Would you say that that's partially because of the World Swing Dance Council? I have no idea. Because do you have a council like that that oversees? No, no, no. right, exactly no. on on purpose. Because as soon as you, as soon as we codify the dance, we're going to kill it. So we a long time ago. There's pushes every four or five years. People become envious of of how much uh, ballroom dancers make or how much West Coast Swing dancers make, and they go, "We need a." We need to codify it. We need to have an overseer. We need to have a da 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 da. And it makes sense in in a business model way. It makes com- way better sense than what we do. But the dance that we have, um, I think, once we codify it, it's just going to become another ballroom dance, which is not is which is not. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. It's just that that's not the roots and the the flavor of uh, and the soul of the dance that we're trying to continue right. on with. Right. Um, you were really active in the West Coast swing scene in the 90s and early 2000s, but less so in recent years. What's happened that you haven't been around for a while? Uh, well, I mean, the, the West Coast swing was was evolving to something that I wasn't really able to do. I mean, I would have had to. I, I made the conscious decision about I'm going to have to really, you know, woodshed this stuff for a long time. I don't have a partner. So trying to, trying to woodshed something without a partner is a little more difficult. Um, and I felt more of an alliance to the people who taught me to keep uh, Balboa and Lindy Hop going. Um, and so I thought, well, I'm going to have to, I'm just going to have to concentrate on those two dances for now. Um, because I, I really was not capable of, of doing the contemporary West Coast stuff. Uh, I wasn't mad at anybody. I wasn't like, I'm out of here. It's just that, you know, uh, West Coast Swing didn't really need me. And I didn't, uh, you know, and so I stopped judging. I stopped going to events because having me teach a little taster class in Balboa or or Lindy was, was cute and it was nice. But, you know, the, the, the event didn't really need that. and. Um, so that's kind of why I why I kind of just phased out in a way um, that and the fact that uh, the last four or five years that, that I've had um, cystic fibrosis, which is a weird thing to get late in life. Um, and uh, so I got that. So I have some health issues that I have to you. Um, so I have to, to budget my time in a different way on a daily basis and, and for traveling. So. Um, I'm fine. I'm healthy. I'm doing great, but it's, it's, it was an added thing, uh, that I had to deal with. So it wasn't like I left West coast swing harumph and it wasn't, (laughs) and 
And it wasn't that I felt like West Coast Swing said, you go, we don't like you anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, it just, uh, you know, I got gigs uh, one place and not gigs another place. And so as I'm sure both of you are aware, you got to go where the money is for you. You right. know, when people hire you, I go where I'm hired. I don't go where I'm not hired. Like I used to go to um, to the Shag Nationals and I used to go to SOS a lot. But I haven't been in a lot of years because uh, the, the September and and April happen to be months that I end up having a lot of gigs at. So right. I can I can say, well, I won't do this gig for two thousand dollars. I'll go spend two thousand dollars, and I'm not wealthy enough to be able to take that hit. So you know, a lot of my not being anywhere around West Coast dancers at all it just has to do with. Uh, you know, my schedule and where I'm being hired and that kind of stuff. By the way, there's been, um, I would say, a somewhat renewed interest in our history, in our community. Would you agree, Deborah? Yes. And people like Robert Royston are at events doing lectures on the history of swing. Mm -hmm. Have you done anything like that for either the Lindy community or the West Coast swing community? I don't know. I mean, people interview me and just ask me, you know, like, how did you come up? What do you know? And I do that, but I don't do, I don't do, uh, presentations. I don't do presentations. No, I can't. <laughs> I can't. Is that by choice or, uh, well, yeah, it seems like a lot of work to prepare. I, I don't mind talking to people, but <laughs> I'm, you know, I would just rather chit chat about it. There's people who in Lindy, in Lindy circles, who do those kinds of things. And that's great. It just seems like a lot of work, and I'd rather, you know, have a sandwich and stare at my navel or something. <laughs> well, you have so much knowledge and history that oh, I think right. that is one one way that you could continue, I think, to be involved in our West Coast Swing community. Hopefully, this podcast is evidence of that. As a judge. I mean, it would be great to have you as a judge, say, at somewhere like the U.S. Open Swing Dance oh, Championship. I think so, because I don't know. Because honestly, I'm not trying to say... I mean, honestly, I take judging really seriously. As you should. And, so yeah. And, uh, um, you know, I, and I help run the International Indy Hop Championship. So I, I, judging matters to me. And okay. I used to be qualified to look at West Coast Swing, Carolina Shag, St. Louis Shag, Collegiate Shag, Lindy Hop, Balboa, hand dancing. Now I feel like I could do Balboa and Lindy Hop and all those other ones. I don't really know what I'm looking at contemporarily. So I wouldn't be a knowledgeable enough judge. I would, uh, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I just couldn't do it. I just, I would feel like I don't really know what I'm supposed to be looking at. I haven't kept up uh, for, you know, the last 10 years, I would have to do a lot of studying and whatnot to, to be able to really know what was, as I don't think it's fair, um, cause I've been in this position before when you're dancing and you're being judged by someone who doesn't really know the dance you're doing. They have a vague idea and someone said, Oh, look for these three things, but they're, they're not really a qualified judge to, to make a, a, a statement or, or any kind of qualification on what you put on the floor. And that's happened to me a lot of times and I don't want to be one of those people who's just kind of like vaguely kind of goes, well, it was smooth and it was fancy, you know? Uh, so I am, I'm just completely not, you know, um, completely not qualified at this point to judge anything in West coast. 
And um, I'm, I'd probably be better at, at, at Carolina Shag, but but I'd probably have missed some of the, the innovations in the last two or three years on that one as well. And so the reason why I won't judge is because I'm not an idiot and I know that I'm not good enough at this point. So, and I care enough, you know. It's nice to have someone who cares. That's good. Yeah. We need more of those. Uh, precisely. I mean, just like, you know, I don't know. You know, there's a lot of people who could do an okay job at Lindy Hop, but they're not really going to know what, what we're doing, you know, in the last two or three years or what's, what's being honored. And I think it's important for the contestants to be judged by someone who knows what's going on, but also uh, is aware of the contemporary aspect of whatever it is um, and what the filter is. Cause if you, if you're going to go to all the trouble of putting on a routine and to do a comp, you kind of have a vague idea of what the filter is that's going to be judging you. And I think it's important that, that you don't have some like crazy ass person from out of the, out of the, out of the, out of the scene to, to come in and have some weird filter that's going to skew the, you know, I don't want to be that one judge that has everybody in third place and everybody else has them in last place, you know? Well, but you said something interesting. You said, I don't want to judge because I don't really know. What's going on? So you say when you when you look at a West Coast swing routine right now, or that's been posted, say on Facebook, or even just like a Jack and Joel Strictly Swing, are you saying that it's not recognizable to you at all? I'm saying that with all the controversy that you guys have about is this swing or not swing, I I am not knowledgeable enough to make those calls. Does that make sense? I mean, when when I have to, well, the last time I judged at the U.S. Open. The last two years I judged at the U.S. Open, I was, uh, they wanted me to give violations and warnings about swing content. And I did what, what I knew and I got yelled at for giving too many uh, warnings. <laughs> I'm only laughing because it seems that the U.S. Open loves to yell at yeah. their judges no, for doing no, what they so ask. They, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I gave a couple of violations and a, and a bunch of warnings. I mean, almost everybody, cause I went like, it doesn't look like swing to me, but you know, it wasn't, they weren't dancing the music that swung. And I, I mean, an underarm, an underarm pass is an underarm pass. That doesn't mean it's swing dancing cause you can do that in a waltz. So, you know, I don't, I, I was like, I, I don't see what it is. So the next year I didn't give anybody a warning and they yelled at me for that. So I said, okay, I don't know what the hell's going on anymore. I'm not qualified to judge the West Coast Swing stuff. I can judge other things, but I'm obviously uh, too far away and haven't really kept up with the contemporary West Coast. So I don't want to, I don't want to be the dookie judge. I don't want to, I want to be able to have confidence in my ability to make decisions and to make judgment calls. And I don't, feel that at all for West Coast because I've been out of it for 10 years and that matters to me, which is just saying that I'm not saying that you, you know, it's like you guys know what you're doing. Doesn't mean that just because I don't know what you're doing doesn't mean you're not doing something good. It's just that I don't know. You know, I can't tell if you haven't been into a, a community for 10 years, a lot of, you guys have changed a lot in 10 years. Yes. Prior to, feeling like you weren't keeping up with West Coast when you did feel qualified to judge West Coast and and other swing dances. Yeah. Was there anything 
that you looked for differently in West Coast Swing than, say, Lindy Hop? Not really. The only difference was when there was um, showcase division. So Lindy Hop, we don't do lifts. We do air steps, and, and uh, West Coast does lifts. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't, um, I wasn't really good judge of lifts since, since I don't do them, and, you know. So I would talk to Robert Royston. I would talk to Lance. I talked to a couple other people. I talked to Dave Appel. I said, okay, tell me about lifts. Tell me about something about lifts. You know, like what's a good one, what's a bad one. So I had, I had different um, – when the follower was off the ground, I would judge um, a lift differently than I would uh, an air step. Mm-hmm. What, I mean, I mean, we just to say one was better than the other. That wasn't a, a ranking of them, but but what I look for in an air step is different than what I would look for in a lift. So, which makes sense. Yeah. It's so because they're two different so, things. Yeah. So it was, there was different because most most West Coast dancers don't do air steps; they do lifts. Um, and most Lindy Hoppers don't do lifts; they do air steps. So, Explain yeah. an air step for our audience, because an air step is a step that goes through the air, and so the followers, usually the followers, sometimes the leaders, uh, feet leave the ground, and it's like you know a throw around the back. Or there's a lot of different ones that we do. Um, so the the way you're supposed to do an air step is you leave on time, you land on time, and you keep dancing. So. If I'm judging a Lindy Hop thing and, and someone's doing swing out, swing out, swing out, shoulder throw, land, wait for the beat to catch up with them and then dance, I don't give them any credit for that. I don't take anything off for that, but it just like it, they didn't dance into it or out of it. But if you leave on time, you land exactly on beat and you dance right out of it. You don't go right. land, comma, dance. <laughs> because when you're doing an underarm pass, you don't go, you know, sugar push comma underarm pass you know you mm-hmm. just can dance from one to the other and that's mm-hmm. how an air step should be done right. uh, yeah clear enough yeah yeah no okay. you know very clear uh we, we already asked you like what you think you know the west coast swing could learn from you know the lindy community but what do you think lindy could learn from the west coast swing community if anything yeah i'm just trying to think about that i haven't ever really considered that um well, a couple things is that um, you're able to. I don't know. I don't really think that. I mean, the business model is attractive to some extent, except we can't codify our stuff, so I'm not sure. Um, but I think that your struggles. Um, it's interesting to watch the West Coast community struggle with uh, with is it swing or not swing, and and are we gonna be, still be a swing dance, or are we gonna develop completely out of it, and I think that that uh, watching you guys struggle with that is is helps us feel better about our struggle with the same kind of thing that we go through, mm-hmm. which is a little which is a little bit um, milder version for us. But but still, that where's the soul of your dance, and what 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 is it going to mean if you give up the soul of your dance, and will this this versus will A versus B be giving up the soul of the dance? I think that's the struggle that most of us have to go through for dances that are, that are continuing and growing. Makes complete sense. Do you, do you, um, do you think that that West coast swing is on a bad path? I have no idea. I don't think so. Why, what, why I don't understand. Well, be, 
Well, because you, you said that, you know, are we losing the soul of the dance? Are we not losing the no, soul I mean, of the but dance? No, but that's part of your, that's part of West Coast Swings, you know, is it swing or not? Gotcha. It, it, I mean, that's what I'm talking about. Like, you guys are struggling with, with where are you going to draw the lines between? Is this swing? Does this thing, is this considered swing or not considered swing? And, and mm-hmm. your struggle with that is what I'm talking about, which I'm not saying it, it has or hasn't, but your struggle is, isn't just, um, arbitrary. It's, I think that the people struggling on both sides of that issue are struggling for the soul of the dance. And, and I think that that we, we do the same thing in, in, in Lindy and in Balboa, like what's the soul of the dance and, in Balboa, things got a little cuckoo, for them, but it 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 became a little bit. We had to grow and kind of expand, so things got a little bit like jitterbuggy, and and it was like jitterbug's fine, but that's not Balboa, and it's not Bell Swing, and so you know we we had to kind of decide what was the soul of the dance and and how to grow and and be creative, but maintain the touchstone. And so um, all dance forms, I think, that continue on have the same struggle. I wasn't saying anything about West Coast Swing not having a soul or anything like that. But I think that that's isn't that isn't that what you think about when you're trying to decide about about what swing and not swing for you guys? Or am I am I mistaking what you're? No, no, I no, I think you're right. But I, I think that there are some people that don't don't really know what the soul of our dance is and yet they think they know what swing is. And that's the, that's the conflicts. Because if I, if I said to you, (laughs) hands up in the air. Um, If I, if I asked you, because you have been around West coast for a long time, you just haven't been around in say the last 10, Mm -hmm. you know, 10 years. Right. If I, if I asked you, what is the soul of West coast swing? What would you say? I wouldn't know. I don't know what contemporary West coast swing, but the old West coast swing was, was it was a swing dance and and you know uh it, it kind of made sense to me i don't really i'm i'm not trying to be um sneakier on this all i just really don't know the dance at this point i really don't know i haven't seen much other than but that, you, i didn't ask you what and the so dance i would really now. like yeah i would really like to see I really like to see social dancing and stuff like that because I can see what you guys consider the heart of your dance. But it's it's like I think that every community and if you talk to ten people, you're going to get twelve different versions of it. You know, I mean, and everybody's right and everybody else is wrong. So you know, Mm -hmm. well, kind of like what goes on all day long every day with politics. Everybody wants to be right and nobody wants to listen to one another and be cohesive. Yeah, I mean, it's tricky. So, I mean, I think that West Coast Swing has its challenges right now, and it's just something that you guys are working on. And I I see, you know, like the U.S. Open doing certain things and other com- other parts of the community doing other things to try to try to sort this out. And I'm pretty sure in a couple of years you'll all get it sorted out and you'll have to, you'll figure out where to draw the lines and, and you'll be fine, you know. Um, it just, we all go through these struggles where we kind of, get outside the lines maybe for a while. And then we have to figure out, do we move the lines or do we bring it back inside the lines? And it, there's no right or wrong answer to that. It's just, you come to a consensus and there you go. How did that happen in the example you gave about Balboa where you all were struggling? Um, well, it was that 
kind of the essence of Balboa is a, is a smoothness. It's, it's more what it feels like than what it looks like. Mm-hmm. And it was never a uh, Bal, Balboa, Bal Swing was never a, a, a comp competition dance. They didn't have Balboa contests and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So um, the reason why is because it's a social dance and what it feels like is more important than what it looks like. So it's a feeling dance. So um, as as people are developing, we have you know we have to have contests so that people could see it, so people would want to do it, so we can get the, 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 the um, you know so people you know try to get creative. So they started doing stuff that looked kind of jitterbuggy. The essence of the dance is a certain kind of flow. We don't have sharp corners. It flows from one movement into another. So a really great bow bow swing dance would be one move that goes on for three minutes, you know, it just goes from one thing to another thing to another thing. There's no sharp corners. There's no, um, -hmm. there's not like, okay, pause. Um, and so the sharpness and the, the read, when someone would redirect their partner, they would just kind of, it would be stop and then redirect and versus flowing into a stretch for a redirect. So it wasn't so much the figures that were wrong. It was just how the figures were being executed that, felt uncomfortable to a lot of us um, as far as feeling like it was part of the, the right, the right way to be developing the dance. Um, so that was kind of our little, nah, 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 nah. Um, and so I think we finally decided that all the new ideas are pretty good. We just, the, the execution was the problem, not the ideas were the problem. So when people started to execute them in the old ways of executing any move, then it became really comfortable for everybody. And that's kind of how we resolved that. But every dance has to go through kind of a cuckoo period of, of let's see if this works and Hey, that looks fun. And I feel good about this and I'm interested in this. And it gets a little fuzzy and a little bit crazy around the edges. And, uh, and sometimes that becomes the norm. And sometimes the craziness um, goes through a, it was like the groove period in, in Lindy Hop. I don't know if you remember those days. Mm-hmm. That was you know, it just groove period in Lindy Hop was just bad West Coast swing. I mean, it right. was like, that's I right. Mean, I, I understand that's that it's terrible. important that, that people learn how to move and learn how to do footwork and learn how to do stuff. But, you know, it, the groove period was sad. I was like, oh, I know we have to go through this, but boy, we better get the hell out of this pretty soon because I don't want to deal with this. Um, you know, West Coast swing, great. Groove, bleh. You know, so uh, so we went through that period. We learned how to move in a little bit different ways. And, and then we kind of brought it back into Lindy Hopland. It didn't look like just, you know, like a, a ridiculous version of West Coast Swing, you know, which w- was looking. I thought, like, if you want to do West Coast Swing, why don't you just learn how to do West Coast Swing? Because this just looks like a bad version of it, you know. Um, so, you know, we we resolve those things over time. And. Uh, we don't have a council to, to resolve them. So it's more of a cultural, uh, you know, and, and it kind of depends on on where you are, because I'm sure the Swedes resolve things differently than the Russians resolve things differently than the Americans. But, you know, that probably yeah. happens the West Coast Wing, too, other than you do have a council that says this is the rules for right now. So it's a little bit easier for you guys to be more on the same page. I think, even though you're still struggling with the, is it swing or not thing? Except that I think what's, what's made you said something very interesting that happened in Balboa where it, it doesn't matter what it looks like. It matters what it feels like. And West coast swing 
used to be a feel dance. It was totally a feel dance. And now it's been, it's become a performance dance. Right. And maybe, and maybe that's what the problem is, is we've, we've put so much focus on competition and performance that we lost the essence of social dancing. And that's why the social is kind of sucky and the performance is kind of, you know, big and large. And, and, and that's why we need a, a governing body's important for competition, but there should be no governing body for a social aspect of the dance. Yeah, that's why we, uh, yeah. So we don't even have a governing body for the, the I know performance part, but yeah, I mean, it's like um, the dance, uh, the world that I come from was, was, was rooted in social dancing, not performance. So Us there was too. performance, blah, 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 blah. But I think that contemporary West coast has, has a heavier uh, performance aspect to it. Cause when I first, like when I would go to ready for this base swingers convention, <laughs> that was like before the next generation, which is now the old generation. Um, I, uh, you know, I go there and my, you know, there's basically you're, you know, in a couple contests where it's mostly just fun little stuff. And like 98, 98% of the people, they were just there to social dance. It was just social dance, social dance. Some were good. Some weren't good. Everyone had a good time. A lot of people were drunk. Um, now it's, you go to a, to a convention, it's going to be much more heavily weighted towards competition. Right. Yes. Yeah. Well, because you don't have some sort of body that can lay down rules, you said a couple of times, like we kind of came to this conclusion. How mm -hmm. does that happen? Is it just through discourse? Is it the, the top professionals agreeing to do something together? How, how does that happen and get disseminated? Through I mean, the it's community? a discourse and it's also, um, you know, like, uh, I don't know, talking a lot about it. You know, like I was, I was, you know, in my little way saying like, look, kids, I, I love these new ideas, but how you're doing them looks like shit. So, you know, um, and, you know, I have a little bit of weight, but not that much weight, but, you know, it's like people like, no, we need to like strike out. We don't want to just do the old fashioned shit. And then, you know, so it just, when I say we, it's like the community as a whole after, Four or five years, it just kind of settles back down, and we're, or settled back down. It's not that everybody came to a, a convention. We all sat around a round table and had signed an agreement or anything. It's just that um, <laughs> the people who were doing uh, innovative movements in the old way looked better than the people doing innovative movements not in the old way. Mm -hmm. So they started becoming you know people liked the 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 older way of of the older technical stuff um on the new things than the than the newfangled way of doing things so i think it was the fact that people watching uh whether it was a contest or social dancing people kind of go like how come a looks so much better than b well it's because a is doing it the way a balboa dancer do it and b is doing it the way a jitterbugger would do it which is fine for jitterbug but we're not a jitterbug contest so you know so it was it's just uh, it was more of a social way of of dealing with it not a there was nothing formalized about it we didn't have agreements and i'm sure i'm sure that on yahoody or facebook there's there's a thousand pages devoted to this stuff but grandma here just doesn't read any of that shit so i'm uh i'm uh I don't want to wade into it. I don't read. I mean, I, 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 I sincerely try to check my Facebook page once a week, but that sometimes it doesn't happen. I just, I can't deal with 
the newfangled social media stuff of the last 20 years. So I, it, my life is so much easier without it. I'm a, I'm a minimalist in the way that I try to run my life. I just try to make my life easy and um, posting on Facebook or diving into discussions on Yehudi just seemed like way more trouble than it's mm-hmm. going to be to me. So I just kind of go, y'all figure it out. Grandma will be over here. Call me later. call me later yeah so is there anything that you wish west coast swing dancers today knew or appreciated about swing dancing in general no i mean i don't know i i mean i just would hope that they would think that lindy hoppers aren't just uh, a bunch of mm, poorly trained kids who dance with blyers and, and suspenders you know because I think that that sometimes the people look at Lindy Hop as some kind of dorky old thing that that um, our our scene our contemporary scene uh, developed after West Coast Swing in some ways um, as far as the big big push you know it didn't happen until like the late nineties early two thousands um, so um, but our our level of dance experience our 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 level of of dancers as is equal to anything in, in West coast swing. And I would just hope that West coast swing dancers could, could see, watch, you know, watch, uh, go on YouTube and watch, uh, some of the invitational, uh, solo jazz uh, dancers and, uh, and, and that kind of stuff. And, and realize that we do performances. We do have classics and showcases, uh, divisions, but mostly we're still doing more strictly's and, and Jack and Jill's. And Jack and Jill's, which we can't call Jack and Jill's anymore because, you know. Yeah, right. So what do you call them? Tell me uh, many different things. There's How do you feel about mix, that? There's mix and match. There's mm-hmm. luck of the draw or just a draw contest. There's mixed doubles. There's uh, there's uh, random partner. And there's guess who you're dancing with. <laughs> so let me ask you, how do you feel about that, that, you know, we can't, the people I, don't. It's like, I don't give a shit what the hell you call it. I'm sorry. I just like call it whatever you need to. It, you know, I'm old. So the PCness of the world yeah. is a little beyond. Yeah. And so I'm like, Jack and Jill, I go, someone's a leader, someone's a follower. And I, and I don't think that it has anything to do with vaginas and penises. So I don't think it's a problem. But I mean, Lindy Hop's been inclusive as far as as gender equality and LBGT uh, acceptability and and lead follow whatever you want for forever because a lot of Lindy Hoppers back in the day that's kind of how it was back in the day. So we we're okay with all this. So we don't have the same kind of struggle as far as um, gender equality stuff or for mix and match. Mm-hmm. You don't know who you're dancing with contests, but. Um, so I don't really care what we call it, but when people have a, a were highly offended by j- the word Jack and the word Jill, I was like, I don't get it, but okay, we'll call it something else. I don't care. Right. Um, the reason why we went with um, some of the, the like mix and match uh, is is probably slightly more prevalent. Um, luck of the draw or a draw contest was because Jack Carey uh, came up with that for a gender neutral contest. Um, so he was the one that kind of came up with Jack and Jill as a yeah. name. And so the gender neutral version of that, that his name was, was like a draw or a draw contest. So that's why we go with that sometimes too. 
to honor our roots. (laughs) I I wish people could see the visual. Um, (laughs) Sylvia, you were fantastic. Thank you so much um, for joining us today. What's the best way for people to reach you? Uh, They can either email me. If you go to my website, I have, I'm an old person with a website, sylviasykes.com. There's a contact Sylvia button. You just punch that and then I'll email you back or they can call me. Uh, my home phone number's on the, on the website too. I'm fine. Yeah. I love that you just said, or they can call you. Most people don't call anybody anymore. I know because I'm older. See what I mean? Or, okay. You could text me and I might get it. <laughs> I actually have this is the bad thing. See, I live in a canyon, so my cell phone service in the canyon, no matter what carrier I'm with, is spotty depending on where I am in the house. So when someone calls me on my cell phone, there's only certain parts of the house I can be in to, to continue a conversation. So I actually have a landline because you can always call me on the landline, uh, which matters for when there's a fire and the fire department needs to get a hold of me. So I want the freaking landline to be there so I can know I'm going to get the message to get the hell out. Um, so, yeah, I mean, like call people, email people, uh, Skype, I don't know, whatever. I mean, I'm not the greatest Skyper as we found out earlier this week. So <laughs> this is why I mean, we did it earlier this week. So we could make sure yes, we got. I know. It was like, I had, I've had, uh, it was funny because I used to Skype them like six, seven years ago. I used to, uh, Sky Humphreys and I used to have, um, Thanksgiving together. He was living in, in Sweden or, uh, London and, and we would have Thanksgiving together. He'd be by himself. I'd be by myself. And we just have these little Skype Thanksgivings. It was really nice. Aww. And, uh, you know, so, you know, and, and I keep up with people on that. But when you told me the Skypey thing, I was like, I, it's not working now. Because I, I, I guess I was on Skype 2.0 when it's now Skype 10.7 or something. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I'm, the fact that I can even do email is pretty, I mean, analog brain. I grew up with a paper and pencil brain, you know, so. It's all good. Yes. And I'm not, and I just, and the social media is great and I just can't, I just can't keep up with it and choose not to because I'd rather take a walk and have a sandwich. So, yeah. Yeah. You and those sandwiches. I eat. Yeah. Well, there's a reason why I got a little plump because I like food. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Since I don't have to like, you know, look good for, 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 since I don't do routines anymore or, or do comps anymore, I can be just a chubby judge in the chair and have a, have a good time. You're so good, Sylvia. Thanks Thank so, you much. so much. Yeah, this was really great. I really appreciate you taking the time. Yeah. And I just, you know, I really want people to know that I'm not, you know, that, that Lindy Land isn't anti West Coast. He's just like, we're just different dances at this point. And oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and different business models and, and, you know, but we have a lot in common and yeah. I I miss you in the community and I'm so glad we got to um, do this. Well, thank you very much. If you want to share your thoughts and reactions with us, you can post a comment on our website. You can respond to our posts on Facebook, or you can share your thoughts in our discussion group on Facebook. You can also email Deborah and me through our site at thenakedtruthwcs.com or through our Facebook page. To get the latest news, you can like our page on Facebook, subscribe to our weekly email newsletter, follow us on Instagram at thenakedtruthwcs, and you can be one of the now 70-plus followers on Twitter, you won't be alone. Come check us out at Naked Truth WCS.
You can also buy some of our swag through our online store. We have limited supplies of men's and women's shirts with our logo and other fun designs. Just go to the naked truth, WCS.com forward slash store to buy yours today. We can ship it to you or we can get it to you at an upcoming event. Again, that's the naked truth, WCS.com forward slash store. And if you haven't already, don't forget you can subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere you listen to podcasts. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a moment to leave us a review on Facebook. And if you're on iTunes, please rate us and give us a review over on iTunes. It helps to spread the word. Thank you so much for joining us. My name is Eric. And I'm Deborah. And that's the Naked Truth. In color from Hollywood, it's Shebang. And here's your host, Casey Kasem. Hi, everybody.